This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's take a look at our uh, modified QB1 segment right now. All right, Dan, I think it was interesting. Luke Getze, who speaks every Thursday, I would recommend to the Bears to move that up. Maybe they are doing that on purpose. That's a different story, different podcast. That's an off-season issue. But I do appreciate when he does talk what he has to say, especially when he talks about the value of the final five games for Justin Fields. Yeah, and, and so, you know, I think there it's really easy when you, the, the calendar turns to December and you're way out of the playoff hunt to feel like the season is ending, but it's not. There's a long way to go yet. As we record this, there's 37 days left, right, for, for this team to be together, to squeeze everything they can out of each day. It's particularly important for a young developing quarterback to have experiences, right, and, and, and to grow and to continue developing and not just say, well, this season's lost. I can put my development on hold until we reconvene in the spring. And so I asked Getsy uh, on, on Thursday morning about uh, what, what this is like for Justin and what he wants to see uh, between now and January 9th from from his young QB1. And, and this was that exchange. Obviously a lot of season left. When, when Justin is able to play again, what do you hope he can squeeze out of the finishing stretch of the season, just knowing kind of the stair-step climb you've been on since, since really the training camp started? No, I mean, that's that's been the focus all year, right? It's just that we continue to get better. Um, the film room sessions have, have been really good. He was locked in last week. Um, he did a great job with that, and so he's locked in again. And uh, we just got to make sure we continue to progress, and he's got to continue to develop. He's got to continue to get these experiences so that we can continue to learn from him. He can grow because that's the, that's the biggest thing is just like these opportunities um it stinks that, that you know that he wasn't be able to be out there because he needs as many opportunities and experiences as we can but obviously we're not going to risk it interesting I, I would recommend to luke getze number one got his injured quarterback coming back from a separated shoulder playing through some pain might want to monitor how many designed runs you call and number two Take the quarterback sneak play out of the game plan. Okay. <laughs> Stop putting injured quarterbacks in harm's way. But other than that, I guess he's done a terrific job this year. There's just been isolated breakdowns. But I do like what he had to say and would agree that there's still a lot to be gained. That's why I never bought into this idea, shut him down, shut him down, because there's too much growth to, to happen still. 
scribbled down in my notes, more tight end sneaks for Cole Komet. I'll pass that note up the food chain here at Alice Hall and see if Please they do. can get those into the game plan. And, and, and we'll see if Cole can finally get some shine. Uh, look, like, I, I think you're right. I think there is just a mature mindset here and it's shared by the coaching staff and it's shared by the player, uh, Justin Fields in this case, in understanding that there, there is a lot that needs to be, uh, just development, right? Like you need to have experiences to grow from experiences, as Getsy said. And so when you have these opportunities, you got to make the most of them. You got to take advantage of them. You got to file them away in your library, good or bad, learn from them and go in that direction. And so I, I, this is great because look, like you're going to come back after the bye, right? And you're going to play the Eagles and the Bills, which are two legitimate defenses in the NFL. And you had better be really damn sharp every single day that you're preparing for both of those teams to avoid getting embarrassed. Right. And so, so this is, this is what the grind of being an NFL quarterback is. I think I mentioned to you earlier in the week on the radio on 670, the score, the end of the 2017 season, which was Mr. Trubisky's rookie year. And I remember the bears leaving Philadelphia and getting their doors blown off, losing by 28 points. And it was like, okay, that was the, the final nail in the coffin for any meaning to the actual season. But inside the building, there was this thought of like, you know, Mitch has really got to learn what it's like now down the stretch of the season to be a professional quarterback. And I remember Mark Sanchez saying to me, like these next five weeks are going to be critical to him understanding the professionalism of the grind, right. And what it entails. And to Mitch's credit, look, it didn't translate into long-term success, but he passed that test over the final five games of the season and, and staying engaged. They won two of those games. They were able to win on the road in Cincinnati, get a Christmas Eve win against the Browns. And, and there was a, a commitment there that is required. It's a prerequisite to being a, a, a successful quarterback back in this league. Justin understands that the Bears have 37 days left for him to continue understanding that. Let's see where they take it. I think that's a great frame of reference the Trubisky comp because his rookie season was one where hope was still there and he did take advantage and capitalize in 2018 but that's a different story. Two quick things before we move on to our two minute drill. I think Justin Fields also speaking on Wednesday referenced what his takeaways were from Trevor Simeon watching him perform. I, th I said post game that I like the way that Simeon put the ball up there for his receivers to make a play. Justin Fields referenced another potential takeaway. And also in that same session referenced the opportunity that now exists for a guy like Chase Claypool, who was the beneficiary of Trevor Simeon, letting him make a play. Chase Claypool now emerges as more of a clear cut number one target what can you say about what Justin Fields had to um, share at the podium? Okay, so to the latter point first, you know, Justin was asked about the challenge now in trying to replace the trust and the chemistry and the, the rapport he had with Darnell Mooney, who's done for the season with the ankle injury. And he said, I don't see it as a challenge. I see it as an opportunity to learn more about what some of these other guys can do. Mature mindset and, and a positive mindset to take into this, because when you lose your, your, your friend and your favorite target, it's not easy, right? And you've got to find answers in other directions. Well, Chase Claypool is a guy they've got to find an answer for, right? An answers for in the game plan. And he made a couple catches uh, from Trevor Simeon against the Jets that give you hope that he can be a big play throughout a chunk play guy. And so Justin's got to figure out what that looks like. Tyke Tolbert, the receivers coach on Thursday evening, said that there's a, a larger package in the offensive game plan this week for Valus Jones. So put that on your radar for Sunday against the Packers. As Valus Jones is getting more comfortable with the details of this offense and knowing where to be, when to be there, uh, he's going to have some opportunities to show up. And so this is what you're looking for. 
Are you looking for guys that can be difference makers for you beyond this year? Claypool and Bayless Jones are guys that you want to test out over these last five weeks. Justin's going to have an opportunity to show, uh, show, show what he can do with those guys. Now, to the other point, Justin willingly offered up that his favorite play from Trevor's performance against the Jets was a check down pass to Darrington Evans in the first half that went for 33 yards. I thought this was incredibly notable because I asked, actually asked Andrew Janoco about this on Thursday evening uh, in the midway here at Hallis Hall in terms of what that tells him. And number one, look, quarterbacks don't stay up at night dreaming of throwing a really good check down, right? Like that's not what you do as a quarterback. You're thinking about the home run. You're thinking about how pretty that game winning touchdown pass looks on the, the post corner, right? Or, or, or what, what coverage you're going to beat. And Justin saw this play that Trevor ran where it was just, man, my first, my first read isn't there. Boom. Got to the check down, dropped it off. And then the running back made a play happen and it turned into an explosive play in a 33 yard game that put the bears in the red zone and not on the doorstep of a score. And so to hear your young quarterback acknowledge that, right? Like, okay, this is something that I've got to learn. I've got to figure out how to get through my progressions quicker, find the check down quicker, and understand that sometimes when I do, they're going to make the 33-yard gain, and I don't have to do it with my legs, right, that are then going to get tired and expose me to getting hit and then potentially getting injured. And so it was a mature perspective and a very small, nuanced, little micro play within a 21-point loss that the quarterback himself identified as his favorite, and I thought that was really cool. You got to love it because it shows the day was productive. They were communicating with him after every series. The mental reps were, uh, I think, important and not lost. He did more than just kind of watch aimlessly in the rain. So the takeaway, whether it was giving his receivers a chance to make a play or checking down to the running back, these, it was it was a day spent, uh, time well spent for Justin Fields on the sidelines. At least that sounds like it, a very mature young quarterback. And hopefully he's not on the sidelines for much longer. Let's hope that is the case.